The scripture today comes from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to chapter 2, verse 6. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, <coughs> excuse me, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are to be no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. I love Christmas. How about you? You love Christmas? I know some of you have a lot of uh, tasks of uh, to prepare Christmas, you have to cook, you have to bake, you have to decorate. So we have a long list of a Christmas. But we still love Christmas, right? Because of Christmas, we can get together. Family can get together. And friends get, can get together. And because of Christmas... We express our love for one another. It is a good opportunity to reconcile or share our love. So because of Christmas, we have many memories. We treasure, we cherish. But Christmas is because of Jesus, not because of us. Maybe you've seen this nativity decoration in front of people's house. But I feel sorry when I see this. I don't know, it's just, just me. I feel sorry that just Jesus... Joseph and Mary, I don't know. People, the family of the house, seem joyful and happy inside of their house, 
warm and cozy. But Jesus' family looks so cold and lonely. And sometimes the wind just knock them down, <laughs> make it worse. It just, you know, it just me. It just feels somehow they're the, they're the main character of the Christmas. But they're kind of excluded from the Christmas. If someone asks us, what's the big deal about the baby in the manger with you? What would you answer? The world celebrates Christmas without Christmas. The Christ worship, isn't it? To answer the question, we'll journey to Bethlehem this Advent to restore Jesus' Christmas, reaffirm the true reason worship God, Christ Mass. And the message are inspired by Max Lucado's book, Because of Bethlehem, Love is Born, Hope is Here. Christmas is hope. Because of Bethlehem, we have hope. Max Lucado said, Because of Bethlehem, we have a Savior in heaven. Christmas celebrates. Christmas begins what Easter celebrates celebrates the child in the cradle became the king on the cross that is our hope because of Christmas we believe the hope of salvation we hoped for good health safety security prosperity Right, we don't want to be get like rich, like millionaire or anything like that, or like running like a marathon or something like that kind of health. We 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 hoped for just health good enough, but God is not satisfied with just our hope. So he became our hope. Jesus gave us the true hope, the eternal life in heaven. We can't compare the hope of Jesus to the hope of the world. Jesus is the hope Emmanuel, God with us. So we cannot deny, we can't deny the hope of salvation. Jesus proved not just God made us, not just God thinks of us, not just 
God above us, but God with us. God with us. Where we are, at the office, in the kitchen, in the car, in the market, wherever we go, God is with us. Jesus breathes what we breathe. Jesus walked the path we walk. Jesus suffered while we suffer. Christmas proved, because of Bethlehem, Christmas proved that Jesus, the Emmanuel, through Joseph and Mary's despair and shame. Joseph, earthly father of Jesus, must felt betrayed by Mary, his fiancée. He found out she's pregnant right before their wedding. In Jewish culture, typically their engagement was almost lifelong. The parents of a bride and groom, when they were little, they, they pledged to marry. When they grew up, about to get married, they asked them, will you marry this man and woman? When they say yes, they are engaged. So it's not a short period of time they fall in love and just marry. It's a long time. They grew up with this. They're pledged to marry this man and this woman for, you know, throughout their childhood, the whole time. And then, finally, Joseph, about to get married and start a family. So he must have been so angry and desperate, became hopeless, isn't it? But Joseph, somehow, he wanted to save her, at least. If the people of the community found out, Mary will be criticized and scorned publicly. There's a chance people may stone her to death. Such a thing is not acceptable in Jesus' time. So Joseph wants to save her. So Joseph wanted to divorce her quietly. But God's angel appeared in his dream and speak to Joseph and said, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Angel quoted the prophecy of Isaiah was a before, like 700 years before Jesus was born. I mean, who cares 
such an old saying. It's not even seven years ago or 17 years ago, 700 years ago. And Israel was almost like deserted over 400 years without prophets, without message from God for 400 years. And this prophecy, 700 years before, and this ordinary man, Joseph, a construction worker, living paycheck to paycheck, thinking that, well, my son will be the king of Israel. Such an absurd thing. But somehow, Joseph woke up and got married. To marry immediately. And the Bible doesn't explain at all about why. And we know Joseph was a quiet man. Right? There's no any word or saying of Joseph in the Bible. He was a quiet man. But his response was immediate. At least we know, we know, Joseph must transcend it himself. His shame, his despair, disappointment, anger, anything like that. And his brokenness. Somehow, overnight, he transcended all that. So he could accept this message from God and married to Mary. Joseph had a faith in God. There's no other explanation. Remember, the opposite of faith is certainty. The opposite of faith is a certainty. Faith is uncertainty. Right? If it is so certain, then it's not faith. Because it's uncertain, it is faith. But God became Emmanuel when we believe, when we faith, when we believe uncertainty, God became Emmanuel, God with us. It, another word, in other words, when we accept the reality of our life, our uncertain life, God became, becomes Emmanuel. Because of Bethlehem, God has faith. Mary believed Mary delivered Jesus, not in the hospital. There was no room or even crib for infant Jesus. So Mary must have been in pain. Bible doesn't even say there was a midwife. She just delivered by herself, maybe with Joseph's husband. In the out there somewhere in this like cold winter right 
Most people thinking, you know, um, they, uh, Israel people store their animals in a cave. It's not even like a manger, we think. It's not like a stable. It's a cave. And then store their animals. So they were in the cave. And she delivered the baby there. She was in pain and fear and sadness. Such a sorrowful. Can you imagine all mothers? If you deliver the baby and out there by herself. But Mary laid him on the straw. And she saw his face, God's face. Not a cute, pink, round, chubby-cheeked, but shivering, scared, wet and red, sooty face. The real face of real man, real baby. But Mary must whisper, wow. So this is what God looks like, right? Because Mary believed her baby is God. So because of Bethlehem, we saw God's face too. Max Lucado said, Jesus entered our world not like a human, but as a human. Why? Because came to us, entered this world to meet us, hang out with us, Eat with us, laugh with us, and dance with us, cry with us, and die for us. Not like a man, but as a man. We enter this world. You enter into your marriage, enter into your career. You move into your neighborhood, not like a man or woman, but as a man, right? To meet people, dealing with the people, talk to people, work with them. Many Christians live like a Christian. Right. Christian is Christ-like. But, I mean, people pretend Christian. They pretend they believe in, pretend following Jesus. Not really believing, not really following. We should believe Jesus and follow as a Christian, not like a Christian. Jesus show us how to do that. 
why we have to do that. Why we have to live as a man, as a woman, as a Christian. Apostle Paul said, Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man. The likeness means the character. Character. Character does not lie. We have to show, prove ourselves we are real as a man, as a Christian, by character. Not what we say. Not what we do in, you know, go to church on Sunday. But what, as a character. So let me tell you. Salvation is subversion between God and man, right? The judge and the accused is subvert. Christ, God, became a man. And the Christ, the judge, who became the accused to save us. And let us be relieved, relieved from our penalty. He took our burden and our penalty, which is eternal. So salvation is subversion. To subvert our eternal fate, eternal death, to eternal life, Jesus became us. Eugene Peterson, in his uh, Message Bible, he said, Jesus is not out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. Because of Bethlehem, we can answer the question, what's the big deal about this baby in a manger? Because the baby is God who cares when we are in sorrow. The baby is the Savior who cries when we cry. The baby in Mary's arms is the Christ who laughs when we laugh. The baby, defenseless God, notice when we are afraid. The baby is helpless God, walks with us through the storm. The baby is rejected, God, who knows when we are ignored and rejected. The baby is defenseless, God, who defends us when we are criticized and judged. Because of Bethlehem, 
We have sinned the Father. Jesus said in John, Anyone who has sinned me has sinned the Father. Anyone who has sinned me whip has sinned the Father weep. Anyone who has sinned me laugh has sinned the Father laugh. Anyone who has sinned me determined has sinned the Father determined. Because of Jesus lived Amen life. Realize the will of God, the real life, the word of God. So Jesus lived Amen life. So we saw face of God. Because we saw Jesus. And Jesus did the will of God as a mere man. And everything changes when we see the face of Jesus. When we see the face of God, everything changes because we know who we are. When we see the world, the face of the world, we become clueless. Who am I? For this short time of life, living in this life, living in this, you know, working for this company, living in this neighborhood, we become clueless when we see the face of the world. But when we see the face of God, we know who we are. Because we see our Father in heaven. So dear people at Prada, you know that Prada is ancient name for Bethlehem region. Like Bethlehem Township was Ephrata. So we are people of Bethlehem. And we have hope. Everyone accept Christ. Everyone gaze upon this baby Jesus in a manger. Everyone knows the true reason, the big deal about this baby in the manger. They have hope. Because of Bethlehem, we know Jesus is the Emmanuel. We see Jesus King of Kings, who knows the burden of our broken heart. We believe Jesus, the Messiah, knows our sorrow this life can bring. So let's gaze where Mary and Joseph gazed in despair and fear. Let's look into God's face in the manger and be assured that who is this baby in the manger. And let God enter our lives because Jesus took on our face in the hope that we will see his. Amen.